Hello and welcome to the seventh episode of Tuned in Town. Uh, today is February fifteenth, twenty sixteen. Um, just, we don't have any emails today, I'm pretty sad, but with me today I have Tommy, hello, and Sterling, hello, and, uh, fortunately Caleb isn't to make, here to make it today, but, um, today we're actually gonna be doing a Disney movie review on The Finest Hours, so that's exciting, um, face, or, if you guys want your email read, on this podcast, you guys can email me at devin at tunedintown.com, and I'd be more than happy to read your email on the podcast. Okay, so let's go ahead and move into Adventureland Chat. Oh, goody! Shall we chat? Oh, yes, let's. Okay, so today in Adventureland Chat... Um, let's see, me and Sterling want to make a, um, a movie, like, legit movie, which will be cool, I think, because we want, we were, like, coming out with this whole storyboard, we wanted, we wanted, like, real equipment until we searched it up on Amazon and realized how expensive and unrealistic that dream is. Mm-hmm. It's like 500 bucks for a camera. It's crazy. Dang. <laughs> we could get a pretty good one for like 100 bucks. Well, yeah. But I mean, we have a camera corner. One. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, We wanted to be called O26 or O29 or something. Yeah, we're not sure. No, but that's, that's the post production name. So. I don't know, I'm excited because. We're going to try and make this at least a half hour long, right? Yeah, I was probably a little longer, maybe. Yeah. I want to, but, I mean, yeah. Anything for you, Tommy? I just got The Force Awakens Visual Dictionary, so I've been reading about every, like, character in there. And it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Like, um, does it tell about their backstories? Um, it told about some, but they didn't have a page for Supreme Leader Snoke, which made me want to throw the book across the room. <laughs> Middle of class. What? No! <laughs> <laughs> throw it across the room, it hits the teacher in the head, she passes out. No school! <laughs> but yeah, it gave a backstory about Poe Dameron, um, uh-huh. kind of about Finn, not really Ray. you know, the, can't really... Spoil anything too much. Yeah. Um. I just recently got for Valentine's all six of the Star Wars movies. Awesome. Sorry, you have to sit through the first second. First. Well, second. I already did that. <laughs> um. For Valentine's, I got one of those cool iPod charger things, like where you charge. It's like a little box, and you charge it, 
and you take it around and you just plug it into your iPod and it charges it. Um, yeah, I got my visual dictionary for Valentine's. Yep. Uh, our school does this thing called candy grams. Did, you any, did any of you guys get candy grams? Nope. Forever alone. <laughs> I don't know if I did. I was feeling so bad. I was feeling so sick on Friday. What? Yesterday was sad. Yes. Single awareness day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I'd get, get a valentine on my door like a week or two ago, which you guys know about, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a mystery woman. Yep. So, I would think that I would get a candy gram from her just saying, like, did you like my valentine I left on the door? Or something and there's no saying she doesn't go to our school. You know, she doesn't have to go to our school. Yeah, it could be just some. It could be a second lady. grader. <laughs> it could be a forty-year-old woman, a cougar. <laughs> I go to sleep. She breaks through the window and just stands over my bed. Probably explains why the uh, the Valentine said you smell different when you're awake. <laughs> it didn't say that. Okay, um, oh, I had something. Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. Wait. I went and saw that, and it was good. Oh, and I've bought my, I've bought a $100 Kylo Ren mask. It's gonna be sick. I'm ready for Comic-Con already. Who are you taking with you? I don't know. <laughs> oh, no, but that would be cool, because if you were to take me... I could take a lavalier and hook it up to my iPod and actually record some audio from there. And we can focus on kind of some of the Disney stuff a little bit, you know, for like an hour or so. And I can just get like a recording on kind of what it's like there with the Disney stuff. Like Marvel, you know? Mm-hmm. Oh, no. That would be cool, though, because my dad just barely got a bunch of like lavaliers and stuff. What's a lavalier? Oh, so a lavalier is like, you know when you're watching like an interview on TV? Yeah. They have that little like black microphone thing on their suit or something. Oh, yeah. That's a lavalier. And it just hooks up to the camera either wirelessly or with a wire. Would we use that f- with our movie? What? Would we use that with No, our it movie? has a wire. I don't think we would use that for our movie. Because it's a black, you know, and you would see it. Oh, yeah. During it. If anything, we get a boom mic. Yeah, Wait, is that what it's called? Like a boom? I don't know. And have Colin hold yeah. it. Yeah, yep. Our stage crew. Say hi, Colin. Hi. hi. Yeah. Hi. It's okay, Colin. We're not making fun of you. We're just making fun of Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy's his made-up character voice. Maybe he'll come on next week. I don't know. <laughs> um. 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 Jason. Our first emailer, we will get your uh, yeah. answer to you next podcast. Mm-hmm. We're going to, maybe, I don't know, probably, we're going to be doing some research on best hotels. D- next week, I think, is going to be a tip segment. So, I'm excited for that. Um, we're going to get some research here, and we're going to be able to record uh, some, we'll be able to get some research for the best hotels that we like, like our opinions of our hotels. 
um, just like within pricing and family or honeymooners or whatever. But or and also we're gonna be talking about like um, which fast passes to go to first, which ones run out fast, and so I'm excited for that one. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're gonna be so if any of you guys want to email us a uh, yeah. question, we can always answer it. And if we don't know the answer, then we will research it and get back to it. Uh, get the question back to you, the the answer within one or two podcasts. Yeah, so we'll be able to. Uh, you guys are able to email us, and we'll be able to do some research, or just from our knowledge, be able to help with that. Yeah. You know? And um, concerning the next podcast next week, my hand gestures. Tommy is getting annoyed of them. He keeps looking <laughs> at my hand gestures. But, um, so the, uh, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. Oh, goodness. (laughs) If you guys want to email us for your own personal experiences on what your favorite hotel is, like within price ranges and stuff, and family fun, or what the best place you think to go to get Fast Passes for first, like what ride or attraction first, then we'll uh, read those off in the podcast. So go ahead and email me at devin at twindentown.com, D-E-V-A-N. So, hope you guys will do that, and that will be awesome. But I think that's everything I had from my Adventureland chat. I think this is the longest Adventureland chat that I've had with you guys. Yeah, this week has been pretty eventful. Yeah. Indeed. Yep. Um, me and Tommy are doing, like... Oh, yeah, flyers, right? Flyers for his mom's friend to get paid some moolah. Yeah, you guys have, like, you have an offer where you have to pass out all those flyers in, like, two weeks, mm-hmm. and you get 150 each. It's like 3,000 flyers. It's 2,500. Get uh, it right. Oh, <laughs> I didn't even know. I was just guessing. Well, you were close. Oh, and I all... Sorry, go ahead. Well, I did go to Marvel Live, and... Yeah, dude, my parents had tickets to a fancy restaurant, and... Because uh, my parents' 50th, or my grandparents' 50th ending wedding anniversary. But yeah, it, you know, it had a kind of child's, it had, chi- it was more for, the special effects were great, but the dialogue was a bit cheesy. Storyline. Mm-hmm. It was, it was aimed more for kids, but special effects were way cool. Yeah. Okay. So there's a little review for Marvel Live from Tommy. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I've seen some of the <clears throat> trailers for it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, also, concerning um, our website, uh, me and Caleb are collaborating, and we're, we made some videos of rides at Disneyland, and we're going to try our hardest to put those up onto the website. So keep your eye out for that, and I'll keep you guys informed. So I think that's all we have for Adventureland Chat. Yeah. Tommy, you done? Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so let's go ahead and move into Tomorrowland Bugle. Initiate countdown. And now for the news. Okay, today in Tomorrowland Bugle, um, Tommy, do you want to go first? Sure. 
They so Disney's now started filming episode eight. Whoop whoop. Yeah. <laughs> they will be welcome. It'll be this time directed by Ryan Johnson. That's not the guy who directed um, Star Trek Beyond, mm. right? Oh uh, no, I think the guy directing Lin- Star Trek Beyond. I think his name's like Justin Lin or something. Like that. I don't know, but cool. <clears throat> um, has this guy directed any other things? He has, but I'm not really sure. Like you haven't seen any of his other movies, really. I, I mean, I could have, but yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll I'll have to look him up when I get home. And they'll be having Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher will still be in it as Luke and Princess Leia. Then they'll have Adam Driver again as Kylo Ren. Hopefully he gets his mask back. Poor ugly creature. <laughs> Are you talking about the actor? Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, he, he did great as acting without his mask, but his face kind of bugged me a bit. <laughs> Remember that Star Wars review? We kept talking about how we... Hated his face. Again, no offense. Yes, no offense. You're... I'm sure there are... I'm sure you're, you and your eight-pack will be totally fine. <laughs> All of the <laughs> SNL. Yes, Saturday, Li- Saturday Night Live recently came out with a thing like um, Undercover Boss. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but... Yeah. Undercover Boss mm-hmm. where Kylo Ren goes undercover... <laughs> And everybody knows it's him when he walks in, you know. And he'll always say all these stuff trying to make him sound cool. He'll ask, yeah, like, it's like, what like, do you guys think of Kylo Ren's lightsaber? It's cool, huh? Looks and like it was drawn by a three-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, not so, I'll go grab it. He goes away. Yeah, comes back after, like, two seconds. He's like, look at, at this. <laughs> Dude, that thing looks dangerous. Well, and you don't have to look at it anymore. He throws it at the sign where it says there's been zero days without an accident. <laughs> uh, and then he's, like, he's sitting at lunch. He's like, do you guys think, do you, do you think Kylo, Stren, Kylo Ren is strong? And he's or, like. Or he's a like, buddy of mine saw Kylo yeah. Ren take his shirt off in the shower. He said Kylo Ren was shredded, that he had an eight pack. <laughs> <laughs> and then some dude was like, nah, man, that dude looks like he's 30 pounds soaking wet under that little black dress. <laughs> and wow. he starts choking. <laughs> and then he's like, he comes back once, like, the reveal day. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, Guys, I'm really... And then everyone says in unison, Kylo Ren. <laughs> yeah, we all know. <laughs> mm-hmm, but they'll have so. And they'll have Daisy Ridley again for Ray, then John Boyega as Finn, Oscar Isaac as Poe. I don't know how to say her name, the actor of Moz. It's like Lupitidnigyongyo. Sorry, no offense. <laughs> And yeah, they'll have C-3PO in it again. Same with Captain Phasma and Snoke. I'm excited to see more about Snoke, definitely. Yeah, uh-huh. Then they'll have some new people in it, such as uh, Academy Award winning Benico Del Toro. I don't know who he's going to be, though. It'll still be produced by J.J. Abrams, though. Oh, yeah, so. Mm-hmm. Is um, George Lucas still supervising it? Um, I haven't seen any. I haven't seen George Lucas's name in here at all. Oh. Well, that's okay. Are you done with that one? Yes. Very nice, Tommy. Very nice. Um, <laughs> last week, um, last week I talked about 
the Disney 60, Disneyland 60 celebration at um, Disneyland, of course, because it's Disneyland 60. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, it's, so this one talks about who is performing its The Wonderful World of Disney, Disneyland 60 TV special talent lineup. So, um, I'm just gonna, there's a lot of people, so I'm just gonna breeze through this really quick. Uh, Jesse J opens the show with When You Wish Upon a Star from Pinocchio. Fallout Boy sings I Wanna Be Like You from Jungle Book. Bryce Bryce Dallas Howard introduces a first look at her upcoming Disney movie, Peach Dragon. You know, Bryce Dallas Howard, the girl from Jurassic World. You know, like, shut down the park! Yeah. No! (laughs) Just move everyone over to the side of the island. It's gonna be all good. (laughs) You know, the girl who's also on uh, The Village. Yeah. My first horror show that I almost peed my pants on. <laughs> um, Tori Kelly and Kermit the Frog perform Rainbow Connection from the Muppet movie. You know, why do da da da? Hey ho, Kermit the Frog here. <laughs> this makes me so sad. I've never seen Muppets before. Anyway, well, yeah, we'll we'll do a whole Disney marathon for you, Tommy. Priyanka Chopra introduces the shares a look at Disney's newest park, Shanghai Disneyland, which opens up this spring. I'm excited about. Neo sings Friend Like Me from Aladdin. Oh, yeah, yeah. Genie song. Um, Derek Ho, how, how, ho, ho, the, I don't know. Derek's how, the cast of dancers perform a big number in Step in Time from Mary Poppins with a special appearance from Disney legend. Drumroll, please. Dick Van Dyke. Woo, yeah. Acapella group Pentatonics sings Be Our Guest from Beauty and the Beast. Be Our Guest, Be Our Guest. Do you guys know who Pentatonics is? Yes. Yeah, so a couple years ago, I don't remember how many, but they had the uh, sing-off, right? Yeah. The acapella uh, sing-off group, but these guys won, so. Dancing with the Stars, Whitney Carson joins Derek Howe and dances in a performance as part of Disneyland's Paint the Night Parade. Harrison Ford introduces new footage and slash news of the upcoming Star Wars lands coming to Disney parks. We'll watch for that. Jason Bateman and Jin... Jennifer Goodwin introduces a clip from the upcoming Disney animated feature Zootopia, which they lend their voices to. And Little Big Town performs Steve McQueen at Cars Land at Disney California Adventure. Elton John sings Circle of Life from The Lion King and Wonderful Crazy Night from the new album in front of Sleeping Beauty Castle. Kelsa Ballerini performs Part of Your World from The Little Mermaid. And Indy Menzel, or, yeah, of course. Here's the finale. You guys ready? Indy Menzel sings Let It Go from Frozen at Disney California Adventure against the backdrop of World of Color. And then, oh, that wasn't, actually, that wasn't the final finale. But it was, um, the finale is the Star Wars Orchestra, I think. 
And then it shows here a long list of um of pictures from the show. Which looks awesome. You see Dick Van Dyke here dancing. You see Fallout Boy, Indy Menzel, Harrison Ford with Mickey. Pentatonics. Yeah. Oh, oh, there's a whole other list here. It's like other guest appearance include also Raferio, Ariel Winter, BB-8, Bryce Dallas Howard, Eric Stranger, Jennifer Goodwin. <coughs> oh, sorry, excuse me. Um, Jessica Alba, Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, I'm just going through this here. Sorry. Ty Burrell, Viola Davis, Zendaya, and Maddie Zagella. And the Los Angeles Philharmonic conducted, conducted. Sorry, I'm sorry. <laughs> conducted, 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 conducted by music and artist director Galvastovo Dudamel. Oh, 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 that guy. Yeah, I don't know how to say his name, but <laughs> <laughs> he was um. He's the guy who directed the soundtrack for Jurassic World. <gasps> and. Uh, what are those? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> yep. yep. So, tune in for the two hour special that airs on February 21st at 8 p.m. Uh, Pacific Time and East Time on ABC Television Network. Okay. I'm excited for that. You guys can see the pictures on our website at tunedintown.com. Okay. Sterling, do uh, do you want to go now? Yeah. Okay, go ahead. So it says here that BB-8's beeps and bloops are actually um, oh, I know. Uh, Ben Schwartz... Let's see. Let's see. Um, no. Where is it? Bill Hader as a vocal consistent on the movie explains that the whole same lines. All right. So Schwartz foot Schwartz talked into an iPad and made um like lines like said lines into an iPad and it made those lines into beeps and boops and stuff that BB-8 said. So his his so his, his words are based off of. Real words. Yeah. Huh. That is cool. Yeah. Huh. Okay. So, I guess that's it, then? Yeah. I'll tell me that's your last news article. What? That's your last news article? Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. That's the last of mine, too. So, um, let's go ahead and move into a Disney review. Ah, uh, here we go. Rolling sound. Quiet. Okay, so back to the Disney review. Um, so this review is on The Finest Hours, which I thought was an amazing movie. Well done. Four and a half stars in my book, right? Um, Four. I'd give it a 3.75. Okay, certainly. What about you? Four. Four? Solid. Yeah. Solid four. Yeah. Yeah, I, w- I would agree. I mean, it, yeah. It was it was good. It was just a little slow. 
yeah, some parts. Could I thought have it been. was either too slow or too fast, in my personal mm-hmm. opinion. Yeah, like, yeah, like when when it was intense, it always would go too fast. Like you know, yeah, way too it, fast. Like they didn't spend enough boring. time on it, and then when it was boring, it was boring. <laughs> so um, it was about. Um, Coast Guard, like a famous Coast Guard. Yeah, it was, um, oh, what was it? It was Beber or something? Oh, Weber. Yeah, Bernie Weber, right? The Coast Guard. Yeah. It took place, uh, was it right before World War Two? No, it took place after. It was like in the yeah. 50s. Yeah, I don't know. But, so it took place in that kind of time period in New York, right? Or, like, Rhode Island or something? I don't know. It was some smaller city. Yeah, it was town. a small town, like, really small, population of, like, 300 or something. But, um... No, sorry, not 300. There was a huge storm, and two huge tankers yeah. split in half. Yeah, and one, the one that, um... Was shown on the movie that yeah, was based was, on... Was... It didn't even show up on their radars. Yeah, the so other one didn't, and ev- and they got off safe. But then once they actually found the other tanker, um, <laughs> so it was like a, like a weird colonel, you know, like the guy who sent them on it. Yeah. I don't know. That guy, but, but um, it was almost like a, he didn't quite know what he was doing almost. Because you know? he hadn't been in the experience he doesn't yeah. have. He doesn't know what they're going through. But uh-huh. the tanker that they show, it, um... It's, they don't know that it crashed and split in half, so that and they don't have like the radios down. Yeah, because it split in half in these massive sixty-five foot wide high waves, you know, and this the front part of the boat sank down, mm-hmm. right? and everyone died. Yeah, on that front half, but then the back half. I don't know how it stayed afloat, but it stayed. They afloat. had generators like pumping out the water, and then like. So, like, they have, like, air under the ship keeping it up. Yeah. But once the water got to the generators, then the, the air, water. yeah, just filled with water and then it sank. But what they did is they got it to um, hit on the bottom of the ocean. Like, the sand, they got to a sand, sandbar. A right? sandbar. And so it'd stay there. But then once it filled up with too much water, it just carried it right back out. And it was like blowing its horn the whole time. That's how they found it. And then this one guy heard it, and he and he uh, went to the station. And then the the chief of the of the Coast, Coast Guards Guard. sent Weber and three other men to go and rescue them. But there's massive waves that they had to navigate through, and no one had ever done it before. But they were able to make it through, and by luck, they found. The giant, that back half of the tanker. Yeah. And they saved 32 people. Yeah. And well, actually, I think it was 31 because that one guy died. No, there's 32 survivors. Oh, yeah. Sorry. But yeah, one guy died. He's like, Yeah, we'll tell it. No, we'll we'll get into the, yeah, we'll get into the other part. but. But it was okay. I mean,. I preferred to see Chris Pine, who was kind of the captain of that smaller ship, saving yeah. everybody. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. liked him better. They, in, they I, s- I preferred him as the captain of the Enterprise. Yeah, Captain Kirk. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, um, so, oh, no. I think Chris Pine is good. 
I mean, he's a really talented actor. Just that he's able to go from that futuristic state back to like the fifties, you know. Yeah, but I like off. Star Trek better than this. Yeah, well, of course you're you're Tommy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I mean, for a for a um for you know, like you see those movies kind of like this. They're based off true events, and they're kind of lame. Honestly, but I mean, this one was good for a based on true event story. I don't know. I think there's some some true event stories are pretty good because it's yeah. like, this really happened. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Or that's really sad. Yeah. You know, but oh no, I think they. I thought the overall storyline and the outcome of the message, you know, of the movie was really well. Mm. I thought it went really well. Me and Devin were. Yeah, we could stop laughing because, like, we're trying to entertain ourselves during some yeah, of the slow yeah. parts. Yeah, and it's because, like, like, you know, like Tommy said, this when it was intense, it was intense, and when it was boring, it was boring. I think, um, I think it was a movie for not teenagers, but for a bit for adults. Yeah, Definitely. I mean, like a mix, probably. Like, um, I, I would say know. it's more for adults. I'm, I'm sorry, but yeah. and they didn't do a good job attaching us to the characters because uh-uh. we were just like, like one guy died and we were just like laughing at how he died because he's like, he's like, so there's this scared guy and then like this fat guy's like, so on the taker, do it. the the small boat comes and it is coming to pick up the 32 people or the 33. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. the 33 people, and it um. And you know half of the people are down, and, and then there's the, there's this. Um, here I want to I want to tell it. Okay, go ahead. So like there's this bigger guy, and then there's this scared guy, and the bigger guy he's like he's like if I can do it, anyone can do it, and he starts climbing down the ladder of the tanker to get to the small uh, boat, and a giant wave comes up, he falls down, smacks his head on the tanker, and dies. And and we, me and Devin could not stop laughing because Just, I predicted it. Yeah, he's like, like, he's like, okay. Since he said that, he's gonna fall down. A massive wave is gonna hit the boat. He's gonna fly back on the ladder, hit his head on the boat, and fall down and get washed away and die. Yeah, and I, it's exactly it's what exactly happened. Exactly what happened. And then. And then later when they finally rescue everybody and they're off, you know, just in the nick of time. Yeah. They're heading back and they can't find their way back to shore because they lost their compass. And all the power went out so they yeah. can't see where the city is. Uh-huh. And so, um, you know, uh, his fiance, Weber's fiance, yeah. is in the homeless shelter or whatever. You know, disaster no, shelter. She's at, home no, she's at um, the Coast Guard office. Oh, yeah. And everyone's gathered there. I don't know why. I think fixing dinners for everyone. I don't know. Yeah, fixing but they're all dinners gathered for there. the survivors. Yeah, and um, <coughs> they're now... Um, uh, they're coming... So she's looking out the window, and she sees all the cars, and she's like, I have an idea. <laughs> well, she doesn't say that, but you can just see she's looking out the window. And I say, okay, Sterling, she's... She's going to get everyone, everyone to go down to the dock, and they're all going to turn on their lights so that they can see so they can see off the shore. And it, it did it. So, you know, it's a predictable mm-hmm. movie, but, I mean, you know, once it's all over, I don't know. I, 
It's an okay movie. And then one of the cool it's parts good. was uh, the boat, the rescue boat that came. Um, it could only carry 12 people. Like, that was a maximum mm-hmm. limit. They fit 36 people. Yeah, which was crazy, but... Well, no, I think it's 32, including the four rescuers. No. Because it's 32 survivors, because they thought the rescuers were dead, so I think it's um 28 people still alive on the like got off the tanker safely yeah no one knows really (laughs) i don't know some parts didn't make sense some parts were slow some parts were really good it's so i think our overall rating is a four four stars then yeah yeah i mean combined we all say it's a four star yeah the average was yeah four okay um I think that's all we have for today. Yeah. For the Disney review, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, um, thanks guys for coming and hope to have, see you guys next week. Um, just to wrap things up here. Um, we are on Facebook still. So go ahead and friend us or like us on there. And, uh, on there every week we post a link to our website, which you can go on and catch up uh two on you can read all our full articles and you can um catch up on earlier podcasts and also if you just go to if you just type in the URL of www.tunedintown.com you'll be able to go there um you can email me if you have any suggestions questions or um or just want me to read your uh, email on the podcast. They go ahead and email me at Devin at tunedintown.com. That's D E V A N. Okay. Um thanks again guys. Yeah. And You're welcome. like I said again, hopefully we see you next week. And uh like we always like I always said or like we always do, we always end here with a quote from Walt Disney. You're dead if you aim for kids. Adults are just kids grown up anyway. So, thanks for listening, and thanks for tuning in.